The race to 5G is on, and the battle for talent is getting fierce. Welcome to 5G Talent Talk with Carrie Charles, a podcast dedicated to helping you face the future workforce head on. Navigate this challenging talent landscape with innovative strategies to attract, retain, and engage people in this new world of work. Only here on 5G Talent Talk with Carrie Charles, CEO of Broadstaff Talent Solutions. Hello, friends, and welcome to 5G Talent Talk. I'm your host, Carrie Charles, and we have an exciting episode today. Two of my friends in the industry who are the founders of a company called Helicor, Kevin Russ, who is the chairman and CEO, and Josh Dotson, who is the vice president of corporate development for Helicor. Gentlemen, thank you so much for joining me today on 5G Talent Talk. It's a pleasure, thanks Carrie. Yeah, thanks for having us. Great, great. We've known each other for a while, and I remember when you started Helicor, and just such an exciting story and journey. Can you tell me a little bit about how Helicor was born, the vision, and you know the story behind the company? Well, I guess I'll start off. I, I mean, I it begins a little bit with my history, so. I've been in telecom for almost 20 years now, but before that, I used to design and build ski lifts, aerial tramways. And uh, so I'm an old foundation guy putting foundations in places that would blow people's minds. And, you know, that was actually, believe it or not, the birth of Helicor in a way was back in the ski industry in the mid 90s when I learned about, you know, the technology that we're using. Wow, that's so interesting. You know, you always wonder in your life, as you're, you know, as you go through life and you have different experiences and different careers and you think, when am I ever going to use this again? Like, how is this all going to connect? And boy, did it connect for you, right? Yeah, uh, 25 some odd years later. <laughs> oh my gosh. So, so Josh, what's your background and, and how did you come to uh, get involved with Helicor? Yeah, so Kevin and I met, I don't know, maybe, maybe three years ago and I was in the locating industry. So if anyone is in the, the A&E or SIDAC world listening to this, they know that 811 is typically not enough uh, for what we're doing. Uh, so that's how I met Kevin a couple of years ago. And just through industry events and, and speaking on panels together, we got closer and closer and kept talking about this. And from some of the projects we did together, he, he realized the accuracy of what, what's out there and the knowledge that some people have. And that's really where we put this whole thing together. A match made in heaven, for sure. So tell me about Helicor. What, uh, tell me about the company, the service, what product, what problem does it solve? Yeah, Helicor is a, a patented foundation solution that allows streetlight replacements for you know, 5G or 4G poles, even your normal streetlights, uh, to be completed in one day uh, in the same exact location as the original, while also giving you a flexibility in the field to work around whatever challenges may arise during construction. So it's really the, the one size fits all. Do you have any thoughts yeah. on that, Kevin? Like a little bit, like why, well, why yeah. is this so important and such a need in our industry? Well, I mean, so it solves a, a major problem for municipalities because with the way that things are currently done with concrete, I mean, ah, the municipalities really only have two choices. They can put a new foundation in next to it so that they can keep the streetlight on so that they don't have lights out, which is a safety issue. But then that alters their streetscape. So the poles are not evenly spaced and everything. 
and or the other choice that the municipalities have is to keep it in the same location, but then have lights out for an extended period of time because concrete takes time to cure. And it's a you know multi, multi-day process versus a one-day process that we can do and keep it in the same location and have the light back up that night. So let's, you know, I want to talk a little bit more about small cells and back up a bit for those people that are listening that may not really have the experience with small cells. Give an explanation of what small cells are and their role in the deployment of 5G and also how many small cells are going to be deployed in the next five to seven years. Okay. Well, small cells, okay. Well, small cells are, I mean, the best way is, is that they're used for 4G for densification and 5G to actually they go on wooden utility poles. And then in areas where there aren't wooden utility poles, they have to use the street lights to put them on because for the real 5G that you keep hearing about and the commercials and the advertisements, they these are on every street corner. Uh, they just, the end user and the bandwidth that's involved with it requires them to be not on your typical monopole that you see cell site they're they're going to be down on the street uh, right where the people are and so that's why you know i mean our problem product solves the problem in areas where street lights have to be replaced now in areas where there's wooden utility poles it makes more sense to use those so we're not a we don't solve every problem, but we solve a lot of problems. <laughs> right. They're just like the typical business, right? I mean, you're very focused on what you do and you do it very, very well. And uh, so what are, what's the need out there, Josh? I mean, how many small cells are going to need to be deployed in the next, you know, five years or so? And what do you, what do you think? Yeah, we did a lot of research, you know, early last year uh, to see what the real market size is. And we used a lot of channels, talked to a lot of people. And from what we've come up with, it's far into the millions. Now, that's a mixture of streetlights and wood utility poles, like Kevin mentioned, and even rooftops. But when you think about every urban environment in the country, you've got ballparks, shopping malls, schools, downtown events. I mean, the streetlights are there. You can see them. Every every city you walk through, uh, the assets are there. We just need to use them. So it's far into the millions. Wow. What are the challenges that, you know, with deploying small cells? For service providers, for municipalities, I mean, what are what are they facing right now? Yeah, so I, I think there's a lot of challenges, right? And they're they're different for for every person. Every different task has a different challenge tied to it. So the main one I see, I guess, based on my background, is fitting something that's so rigid, like a concrete caisson, right, into a very densely congested right away. Uh, every downtown area, if your right away is underground. You have water, sewer, gas, electric, fiber, everything, even old steam lines, and you name it. So having that flexibility in the field to work around those things on the fly allows that your build will get done when the sidewalk is opened up, not two months later. And then, you know, I, I think that, uh, I mean, that that's for the service provider side. On As far as municipalities, you know, with a typical concrete foundation, you have to come in and dig a hole. You have to form it up. Then you have concrete trucks coming in. Then you have to wait for the concrete to cure. It becomes a you know, multi-day process. And if there's hundreds going in in an area, that can really upset residents. So the municipalities, they want the service. They know that they want it, but they want it to look good and they want it done quick with minimal disruption. And that's what Helicor does. So how fast can Helicor get, you know, a small cell up? Like 
deploy each one. Oh, uh, give away the secret sauce here. I think the <laughs> fastest one we've <laughs> the fastest one we've done so far, Kevin. What three and a half hours? Yeah. So, I mean, we say one to two days because normally you're repouring the concrete the next day, but the actual pull in most cases is standing in hours, not days. And that's, from, wow. yeah, from, you know, taking the, the street light down, putting in our system and then putting the, the new pole up and the light being back functional that evening. So it's very fast. It's, you know, we talk about days, but the reality is it's hours and we've seen you know, we partner with a lot of GCs around the country, and uh, it's interesting to see once crews use our system, they don't want to ever do concrete. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure. And, and you know, in the GCs, time is money, right? Oh, yeah. Right. And Faster is always better. Standing, <laughs> yeah, exactly. If your pole's standing the same day you built your foundation, your RF crew is mobilizing the next day, right? There's no delay. We really get that, that speed to market down by the efficiencies we can gain. Well, and the other thing that, that I've heard back from a lot of construction managers is it really makes their life easier because when they're pouring concrete, then they, you know, once the foundation's in there, then they have to line up getting the pole stood up. So there's just, by using us, there's less coordination. It, it just makes everything go faster and easier and just gets it done. <laughs> and, you know, I mean, and these are ballpark numbers, but uh, to date, I want to say that there's about roughly 130,000 small cells that have been done. And if you think about going into the millions, things have to speed up and concrete only cures fast. <laughs> right, right. This is, uh, this is exciting. It's so cool to hear you talk about from where you were from the idea, right? I have an idea. And then everything that you've gone through, and we'll talk about that in a minute. But first, let me ask you, so who are your customers and what makes you different in the way that you do business? Well, so our end customers are the carriers and CLEX. I can't really get into, but basically anybody that's building a small cell or even municipalities that maintain their own streetlights, those are our customers. But we, we actually, the way that we work is we work with our GC partners that work with the end customers. So we make, we're easy to work with. We, we make it the easy button. <laughs> easy and fast. I love it, Josh. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, the obvious one is the, the small cell play, right? All the carriers and, and people building small cells. But Kevin mentioned municipalities. Uh, we're working with a few right now that, that actually maintain their own streetlights. And for them, and this kind of blew my mind, cars hit streetlights all the time. And we call them knockdowns, right? And when that happens, the city has to come back out. And if you have a concrete foundation, your anchor bolts are tied into your concrete, that concrete breaks, you have to redo the whole foundation. How many times are you going to do that, right? So we'll work with the municipality, supply them the materials, train their crew, and they can go out and build this. So the second time that that pole gets hit, all they're doing is replacing bolts. They unscrew them, screw them back in, and stand back their pole up. So it's a new niche for us. We didn't think that could be there, but... You know, it's unfolding. Well, I have a confession to make, okay? So I'm one of those people that hit a pole, and uh, maybe he repaired no. it, possibly. So uh, <laughs> I have a, a true confessions here on 5G Talent Talk. No, that uh, I get it. I so get it. I so get it. So... <laughs> it's funny to say that, because I'll go back to high school, but my, my dad reminded me when we started Helicor and we were doing all this, when I was in high school, I actually hit a light pole in our parking, uh, high school parking lot. 
And he laughed. He goes, see, you were destined to be in, in light poles. From that. <laughs> That's awesome. I love it. I love it. I, I hate uh, to be the only one, but I've never hit a light pole. Oh, come on, Josh. Get in the, There's get always in the tomorrow. There's always yeah, tomorrow. Exactly. Right. Join the team. Join the club. Okay. <laughs> so let's talk about this, you know, back to the excitement around taking the, the idea from concept to reality. And I love to share this with, you know, with the audience, because I'm sure people are listening, thinking, oh, I have an idea. And, you know, how did they do this? You know, how is it done? I mean, so many people have an idea. And many times you, you know, you don't actually act on your idea as an entrepreneur, and then you see it, somebody else acts on it, and then it becomes, you know, it gets sold for $100 million, and you're kicking yourself. So what advice would you give to people that have an innovative idea, and they want to bring it to market? I would start off with persistence. That's just one thing. I mean, persistence, patience, having great partners is a key. You know, there's there were times when we were getting this going where it was difficult. And, you know, it's almost like you feel like you want to throw in the towel, but having a partner like Josh and keeping me up and, and when he's down, I keep him up and we just keep moving forward. It, I mean, it's, uh, you know, and if you have something that solves a problem, then you just need to stick with it and get it out there and, and just, you know, have a great network, work your network, talk to people and, and just persistence. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Be the problem solver, right? Like Kevin said, if you have some fixes, the pain points that you know that are out there, use it and have your network use it, right? Make it benefit them. You know, what's interesting about your partnership too, and correct me if I'm wrong, but it seems to me like the two of you are yin and yang, right? So Kevin, you're strong. You know, you each have different strengths in other words, right? Am, am I right? Correct. We definitely yeah. come. Yeah. So when you're looking for a partner and looking for somebody to partner with, and I know this is right, you know, within Broadstaff as well, that we're very different, the, you know, the leaders, and we each bring something different to the table versus looking for someone who's exactly like you and, oh, this person's just like me. So they're going to be a perfect partner. Well, maybe not. You need someone that is different and has different genius skill than you do, right? Oh, absolutely correct. <laughs> <laughs> Good. No. Yeah, so yeah. Kevin is the yeah, Kevin's the math Kevin's the math guy. He's the one that can do all the engineering in his head. I'm the one that talks to people. Got right? it. Yeah. yeah. So he's way smarter than I am. Uh, we'll put that out there. In different ways. In different <laughs> ways, Josh. <laughs> in different ways. You're right. You're right. Let's go talk a little bit more about the challenges that you've had to overcome. I mean, you started this business, I believe, in March of 2020, which was not the greatest time to start a business, right? And so talk about the challenges that you've been through a little bit more. Yeah, I mean, so it's funny because I, I mean, we started really March 1st of 2020. I flew to Chicago to Josh picked me up and we had a meeting and I flew back and that was the last flight, <laughs> like two days thing locked down. And it was, you know, in a way, I mean, at first, you know, we, I don't know, I, I would say definitely we're scared. Like, what, what is this going to do to our business? But then, you know, working together and looking for the positive really into a positive for us because we we're able to get meetings, the number of meetings via Zoom and everything else where we would have been flying around the country to go meet with folks. That's just the way the business was done before that, where, you know, I mean, Josh can further explain, but, you know, we had one customer where we had a Zoom meeting with their Northern Texas team and 
literally backed it up to a Zoom meeting with their Southern Texas team where pre-COVID, that would have been two flights and mm-hmm. days. So, I mean, it's given us the opportunity to, in the last year and a half to get probably, if we were to having to fly for every meeting, we'd probably be, you know, two, three years down the road of where we are now. Wow. That's an yeah, incredible agree, silver agree. lining. And Josh, Agreed, on the yeah. sales side, on the people side, which is where you sit and your genius lies, then, and I know I've talked to so many people and on business development and, you know, for the past year, and they've said, you know, how difficult it is and how challenging it is because they can't see people. And I love Kevin's uh, perspective because it's so positive. And in your seat, having to grow this company from zero to where you are now, you know, what have been the challenges on that business development side for you? Yeah, it's always tough because face-to-face, there's no replacement for it, right? You need to network with people. You need to read body language. You need to set that personal relationship. And it's difficult to do over Zoom or Teams or, or whatever you're using. But like Kevin said, find the positive. You have to make it work. What's the alternative, right? Uh, you throw in a towel because you can't go see someone? Well, no, we're, we're going to make it work. So yeah, we made it personal. We lined up meetings as, as, as the customers wanted to. And I think he's right. We, we're we're years ahead of where we would have been because I'm used to the flights. I'm used to the hotels. I'm used to all that. Um, (laughs) But we made it work. I love that. Love that. So inspiring. So let's talk about the future. I mean, you've, you've come so far. I mean, my goodness, it's been a little over a year. It's just unbelievable how far you've come. But I know that you have big goals and big dreams for the future. So where, you know, what is happening now? And where will Helicor be in five years? Well, I mean, my goal is is that we're the standard way to replace streetlights throughout the industry, you know, and, and we're getting there, but uh, I would like everyone to be done our way. Do I think that that will actually happen? I think we'll get close, but I mean, we're never going to replace concrete. Concrete is there. And if it just depending on the area and, and if they know that there's not utilities, you know, I, I'd like to become the standard. I mean, Josh, wouldn't you agree? Absolutely. And, and to double back to the municipalities, you know, these cities that are maintaining their own streetlights, all these crews are on staff of the city, right? So they're, they're being paid regardless. So let's all work together to make this happen, right? And Kevin hit on this earlier. If millions are needed and there's only been, let's say, under 150,000 small cells built today, how are we going to get there? Is this going to take 20 years, right? Everyone's goal is, you know, 25% of that. So something's got to change. What about, you know, going outside the U.S.? Do you have plans for that? So, yes, we are, uh, we are currently, we've filed our patent cooperation treaty, uh, file, our PCT filing. So we're patent pending in 158 countries. And uh, at this point, we're, we're choosing which countries. But uh, so we're actually, we have our patent in the EU and the U.K. and uh, are just about there in Canada and Mexico. And then we're looking at where else we're going to go from there. That's exciting. It's exciting. So what, let's finish up with uh, what would you say as an entrepreneur? I mean, you've, been, you've both been doing this now for, like I said, since maybe what, a, over a year, right? Since March of 2020. What would you say is, let's say, the number one thing that drives you right now, that drives you to success and that gets you up every morning, ready to go to perform, to make a difference and perform for your customers? Well, I think, I mean, Josh and I, I mean, this goes back to the beginning, but we would, we started off, you know, every day looking for, let's just get one win every day. 
and then it turned into we're getting more than one win a day and you know what I mean? So then we're looking at, you know, uh, that's what keeps us going is, is that, you know, the more that we get out there and I mean, we can give our presentation, we can show people pictures and, and everybody gets it, but they, there's still a question mark of how can you do it this fast? And then once they see it done, it just, it, it's continually building on itself. And I feel like, you know, it, that that's the excitement of it because we were so excited about the product and, and how it works and then to see these construction crews equally excited is it just keeps the drive going. I mean, yeah, on my, absolutely. I, I think it's that it's that aha moment when someone actually gets it right. And that usually comes from a GC in the field once they install it and they say, that's it. Done. <laughs> uh, I trained a crew in Louisiana, top notch guys. And with three people, we built three foundations in a day and a half. And that was with me training them. So they were blown away. They, like Kevin said earlier, they don't want to go back to the old way because they just did three in a day and a half. That would never happen. So it's that aha moment that you really solved someone's problem or you made the pain go away, right? That's everything. Mm. I love to hear the passion in your voice. It's just so exciting. I cannot wait to see what the two of you do with Helicor. How can the audience reach you? I'm sure there's people in the audience that are thinking, I want to hire these guys because I need help and they need to do this for me. So where could you be reached? Yeah, website, www.helicor.co. You could also hit us up on LinkedIn. Kevin and I are both on there. So either or. Okay, wonderful. This has just been a beautiful interview. I just love to, you know, the, the story, right? The story from idea to, you know, making it happen and developing it and now watching your success. And I'm sure it's an inspiration to all that are listening. So thank you so much for being on the show today. And I wish you all the success in the world. And I know I'm going to see you soon at ConnectX, right? Oh, definitely. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. We thank get together for- again. Thank you so much. Yeah. Appreciate it, Carrie. You are so welcome. You take care. We'll see you soon. Thanks. Bye. Thank you for listening to another informative episode of 5G Talent Talk brought to you by RCR Wireless News, Telecom Careers, and Broadstaff Talent Solutions. As we advance into the future, we promise to bring you the resources you need to navigate this ever-changing landscape of 5G to help you attract, retain, and engage people in this new world of work. To access the show notes or leave a review, visit broadstaffglobal.com. Until next time.